Welcome to Embrace Your Brain's exciting new series called Embracing the Mature Mind. Join Dr. Dee Coulter as she explores the natural brilliance awaiting us all in the upper decades. Welcome to the podcast. Today's topic, checking our brakes. Up in the mountains, before you start heading downhill, you'll see these signs for the big trucks, and they're always telling them, check your brakes now. Because once they get going downhill, this is no time to find out that they've gone out on them. So I had a day (laughs) this last week where I needed my brakes. It was so weird. I was wondering what was the matter because I felt like there was nowhere to turn. I was some sort of a little caged animal that couldn't go right, left, front, back. And so I stopped. And I made a list of the obstacles that were rising up in front of me. And it was amazing. There were like eight different things I was trying to accomplish. And there was a reason why I couldn't do any of them. So the only really intelligent thing to do at a time like that, when the obstacles wouldn't budge, and there was nowhere I could even pivot, which is the thing people always say, well, just pivot to something else. There was no forward motion possible. All the fronts were gridlocked. Well, the only thing there was to do was nothing. I mean, I could clearly have had permission to have a tantrum, and then I could pick at least one of those avenues that wasn't working and get angry with somebody, or I could find someone who would listen to my woes and feel sorry for me. But I really ought to be able to shift from all this willfulness of, I want what I want when I want it and I'm not getting it, to using brakes, to exercising willpower. Sometimes in cases of gridlock, and stuckness, it just does pay to do nothing for a while. For 30 years, I had Icelandic horses, and they were remarkable. They were a breed that didn't startle much, so they were used a lot for handicapped riding, among other things. And when I'd look out in the field and one of them wouldn't come up for dinner, I knew that something was wrong. So I would grab a halter and some wire cutters, just in case, and go out to see the horse. And sure enough, like as not, that horse had gotten a wire from the fencing wrapped around its leg, and it was simply standing there. I mean, it could have stood there, sometimes it did, for several hours, just waiting until I noticed and came out and clipped the wires. Now, any other breed would have, you'd have called the vet, you wouldn't have grabbed the wire cutters, because the horse would have panicked and thrashed and really done a number on its leg. But these Icelandics would just sit. (laughs) They knew that it was time to do nothing, and so they calmly did nothing. It was really remarkable. Great teachers. So there's another time you want to have your breaks, though. It would be in times of cravings and indulgences. And that's another way that it would pay off to have breaks. And you can check your breaks in little bitty ways. I do that. Sometimes I don't do a good job. Maybe I've gone to the grocery store And then I had a bunch of other errands, too. And among the things I got at the grocery store was a bag of small cookies. So I'd open the bag, and I'd tell myself, now you can have three. You could have one now. You could have one when you hit the intersection partly on the way home. Then you could have one when you hit the driveway. Well, that's all well and good, but sometimes... I would notice that I was reaching for the fourth cookie, and I hadn't even reached that intersection yet. So that's a matter of concern. So then I would stop and really start working on it again. 
because I had been overriding my own limits. In fact, if I overrode them enough, we'd have to say they didn't even exist. And then, instead of moderation, where things go back and forth between abstaining, having just enough, and indulging in small ways, it became a runaway indulgence. And then it could flip and lead to looping. So let me try to explain to you why, when I see that I've reached for the fourth cookie, I begin to practice more diligently to have willpower. So what in the world can that mean that something would flip or begin to loop? And does it really matter? Picture yourself sitting down in a playground swing and you begin to swing back and forth and maybe you get going higher and higher. But you never would expect to push it so far that it started going over the top and starting to loop faster and faster. But that's what happens when we have runaway indulgence. That's what happens with addictions. That's what happens when anger turns into chronic rage. And that's what overabundance looks like when it goes into greed. And it's also true that that's what the climate will look like if it gets too warm to cool back down. So it can be pretty overwhelming to consider that the climate could have a runaway cycle of its own. Let's bring it back down to our own personal lives instead. We can see that breaks are pretty important. And then the question becomes, can we model it for our friends and family? Do you get to spend time with very young children? Maybe it's hard for them to shift gears when it's time to stop an activity. You could try giving advance notices so they can prepare better. And maybe they're going to need activities that they can finish. Simple puzzles, little chores that have a clear ending. Setting the table, feeding a pet. These are all ways to build the impulse controls that we think of now as breaks. And the more we create little practices for ourselves and honor the limits that we create, the more we're modeling the art of having good breaks. And we're putting those vibes out into the world, which can be a real gift these days, when we're short on healthy breaks. I really hope you'll join me in this important conversation. Please send your comments for sharing to d at embraceyourbrain.com. I look forward to hearing from you.